All right, we are going to finish today. I'm going to try to go very quickly. Uh, oh, thank you. I was going to have y'all put it up on. Yeah, thanks. Here's the, the website of how to sign up. Um, it's at churchonthehill.tv forward slash marriage. If you'll scroll, scroll the page just a little bit, you can see the topics. You can see the speakers, child care provided. You get all the details there and sign up. Click on there and sign up so that we can get a number for who all's coming. All right. Uh, Liz, if you'll go back to my sermon, I did not get my phone open, so I'm just going to let you handle it all. I don't know if you caught the theme today, but I promise you, we did not orchestrate today's music to the theme that came out today. Did anybody? I I know y'all caught it. And then Elizabeth's word, uh, Jen's word was all about chains being broken. From the very first song all the way to the end, my fear doesn't stand a chance. All the way through the next song, my living hope, how death no longer has uh, a hold on me, um, to the next song here again, um, I'm not enough unless you come. Not for a minute was I forsaken. Do you know why? Because Jesus was forsaken so that we wouldn't be forsaken. Do you guys follow that? He was rejected so that we would be accepted. This whole thread that happened today is on purpose. It is for you to get free. And today we're going to do the remedy of how to get free from rejection. This is just a starting point. I'm not going to tell you that you're going to go out of here and everything's going to be great. No, it's walking. We've got to walk these things out. Five steps. I'm going to try to go fast, but I'm going to finish. I'm going to do the Ross Perot thing. Can I finish? Can I finish? You younger people don't know who that is. Don't look him up. But anyway, yeah. Five steps to getting free. Let's remember, if allowed to fester in you, rejection, if allowed to fester, it can be a spirit that comes over you, a spirit of rejection. We're going to get free today. Step one identify, recognize the nature of the problem and call it by its right name, rejection. Don't call out the person, but call out the situation. You know, we want to pray and release the person. That's gonna be part of it today. But we need to identify it. One of the first steps to AA is identifying that you have a problem. AA, Alcoholics Anonymous, is identifying I've got a problem. So would you today just possibly consider, okay, Pastor Paul, okay, Father God, I have a problem. Everybody say amen. Amen. All right. God always has us bring us to the moment of truth before we can receive help. Step two, we're going to take Jesus as the pattern. 1 Peter chapter 2 verse 21. Because Christ suffered for you, leaving you an example that you should follow in his steps. So how did Jesus meet rejection? For three and a half years during his ministry, he gave his total life to doing good, to forgiving sin, to healing sickness, to delivering demon-oppressed persons. And at the end of that period, the Roman ruler offered a choice to Jesus' own people. I'm going to give you two people that you can set free. In their day, they would let one free. Barabbas, who is this absolute, terrible, sinner, thief, criminal. No doubt he deserved to be up there. 
And then here is Jesus without sin, without fault, and asked the people, who do you want to set free? And what did they say? Jesus. Take Jesus. Set Barabbas free. The people didn't just say Barabbas. They said, away with Jesus. Crucify him. We don't want him. And in response, this is how Jesus walked this out. Jesus said in Luke 23, 34, Father, forgive them because I don't know what they're doing. Step two. And I want everybody to say it. Step two. I'm sorry. Forgive. Say forgive. Who forgive? You forgive. Me. Say, I need to forgive. This is not easy. Left to yourself, you can't do it. It is not natural to do it. It's natural to not forgive. It comes so easy to not forgive. That comes easy to me. The Holy Spirit, however, is right there with you. And if you will yield to him, he will give you the supernatural grace that you need. If you are waiting for an emotional moment to forgive, it will never come. It is a choice. The Lord loves us so much that he gives us a choice. He gives us a free will. We can choose to do this or we can choose not to do it. I want to encourage you, regardless of what happened, choose life today. Choosing to go the other direction is death. Choose life. You may just have to white knuckle it and say, okay, God, I forgive. I don't want to forgive, but I forgive. There is power in you just saying God's word. God says forgive. I say I forgive. Supernatural mountains start to move. Things start to move in my heart. I want you to know there are people that I've had to forgive over and over and over. And every time I do it, it gets a little bit easier. Until finally it's gone. What happened? Finally I forgave them. How many of you know sometimes the first forgiveness isn't really there? It takes several times. That's why the Lord said 70, seven times? No, 70 times seven. Meaning, keep doing it until it's gone. Forgive. But you may say, but the person who hurt me is dead. Don't raise your hands. How many here have had people to pass away that you're still carrying unforgiveness? I, I know it's the truth. So you say, why should I even forgive that person? Whether the person is dead or alive, it's not important. It's for your sake for you to forgive. It's for you. How many of you know forgiveness to a dead, unforgiveness toward a dead person can live in you? <laughs> is living. That's why you need to. 
No, they're not here for you to face them. Good. If I was facing that person, I probably wouldn't do it. Whether they're dead or alive, it doesn't matter. It's for your sake. I want you to also hear me with this one. This is going to get very sensitive. and Let's, let's let that happen. Um, one of the things that I've been praying today is that the hard hearts be softened today. You have a hard heart because you've been hurt. It's not because you're a bad person. It's because you don't want to be hurt again. Well, in order for true healing to take place, you've got to open a door. You've got to open a door to allow the Lord to come in and bring healing to that. That's what I've been praying for you this week, is that your your heart would open. So I'm just going to ask you to open your hearts. Because the parent-child relationship is so important. Those of you that are carrying unforgiveness toward a parent or toward a child, I want you to know that that parent-child relationship is a relationship that has a promise tied to it. It says in Ephesians 6, 2, it says, Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with a promise, so that it may go well with you, say me, that you, say me, may enjoy long life on the earth. You can be sure that if you do not honor your parents, it will not go well with you. I can hear you. I can hear you in the spirit. I don't like that. I don't like that statement. You don't know my parents. But my mother, let me just just say, but my mother was a prostitute. My father was an alcoholic. Do you expect me to honor them? Yes, not as a prostitute or an alcoholic, but as a parent, as your father and mother. It's God's requirement. The failure to forgive is one of the most common barriers to God's blessing. Listen to me, church. The failure to forgive is one of the greatest barriers to God's blessing to you. I literally feel like that I'm trying to throw you a life preserver. Let me just say, it's not me. I can't save you at all. The Lord is trying to throw you away to be saved. But because of our unforgiveness, we say, I love you, God, but no thanks. I would rather drown. I once heard it said that unforgiveness is like taking poison, drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. I know this hurts. But what's on the other side of this is healing. I see down here where the Spirit of God was moving and somebody's gotten out some oil because it says in God's Word, anoint with oil, lay hands on the sick, and the sick will recover. I want you to know that happens here because the Spirit of God is here and because we are following God's Word. Now, I want you to hear me. You want things to turn for 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 the better for your life? Forgive. Quit, quit thinking about it and forgive them. Just right now, okay, God, I forgive. 
you're going to get up tomorrow morning and remember it and want to not forgive. It's still going to be there. But then we get up tomorrow morning and say, okay, God, I did that yesterday. It's still here. I forgive that person again. And by the way, God, I don't want to think about it anymore. So help keep me busy going in different directions so that I'm not always living right here trying to forgive this person. I want to forgive them and move on. It's not even hurting them that I'm holding this unforgiveness, but it's killing me. Set me free. You know what the Lord says? Okay, I got lots of stuff we can do together. Has nothing to do with living right there in that unforgiveness. But you've got to follow it. You can forgive. When the Holy Spirit enables you, you can do it. Somebody asked me what my favorite football movie was, and by far, it's uh, The Water Boy. (laughs) You can do it. It's not a great line, but I remember that line. There's lots of good football movies, but nothing like The Water Boy. Church, we laugh a little bit for a minute. I don't want to talk football. Football's depressing at this moment. But you can do it. I'm going I'm to keep trying to, trying, trying to lead you to water, but you've got to drink. Okay? Will everybody say, I forgive? Now, will you say, I forgive, and put the, the person's name after? Just as an exercise according to God's word, just to benefit you. This doesn't benefit me. It does benefit me because if you do well, we do well. But that's not the point. In no way am I trying to better the church so that we have more tithes, so that we have more people. It's so that you can have a life. We cannot function if you can't live. Would you just say, I forgive and put that person's name on it? I don't care if people hear it. I don't care if you say it under your breath, but do it. One, two, three. Did you do it? Okay. That's the start. So step three. Make a conscious decision to get rid of bad fruit that rejection has produced in your life. Listen to me. Make a conscious decision to remove bad fruit that rejection has produced in your life. Bitterness, resentment, hatred, rebellion. Make a decision to get rid of these things. Uh, Justin uses, uh, or or we have studied through freedom prayer, through sozo prayer, that so many times when we're dealing with things that we can't move on from, the problem is, is um, w- whenever you have a, a, a fly problem or a bug problem, it's usually because you've got food or garbage or things that are still kind of in the corner that haven't been dealt with. So what do we do? We spray and try to get rid of the bugs, but we leave the garbage. The point is, remove the garbage. The flies will go with them. But if you don't remove the garbage and just keep spraying the flies, flies will keep coming. So what's happening here is we've got to remove the garbage. The bitterness, the resentment, the anger, the rebellion. These things are poison. 
And if you have them in your heart, it will poison your whole life. And it'll cause you to have deep emotional problems. And most likely, you will have physical problems. These things will literally eat you alive. All right, let's take a turn. Number four, receive. Receive acceptance. Please. So it's uh, interesting. He has no clue what I'm about to do. But as I'm sitting here and he's been preaching and he just keeps going, but I don't, I don't know I'm going to just feel like this is a God thing that if any of you are kind of stuck on forgiving, um, you know, I have people that I struggle with. I have people who have done things that have wounded me or wounded mine, my kids, my, my people. And um, as he was talking, sometimes, you know, you think you've forgiven somebody, but if somebody's coming into your mind I want you to know that that's the Holy Spirit bringing that person or those people to your mind. And so I don't want to just breeze by that. And one of the things that I've been doing as I've been sitting there, because I've had some people come to my mind, and so I want us to be willing to forgive. So if it's okay with you, I would like to pray with you And I wanna tell you one of the things that I do when I've struggled with being hurt in the past. And I mean really hurt, like people do some crappy things and you're stuck with that pain, that rejection of them not, them turning on you or maybe you feel betrayed. I mean, these are serious feelings. But one of the things that I do is I, I'll say to the Lord, Lord, I forgive that person, and I insert their name, but one of the things that I do is I say, and I release them from any and all harm that was done to me. And so I think right now I would like to pray with you because I think if you're like me, and I'm just going out on a limb and I'm just guessing that I'm not the only one who can say that I've been hurt and I've had people turn on me that I didn't think would ever turn on me. And I've had people hurt my children that I didn't think were gonna hurt my children. And so if you're in that boat, can we just pray right now And if you don't want to say their name out loud, say it under your breath and just just be willing to release them. And I also want to tell you, I can't do it in my own strength. I can't forgive in my own strength. But the Holy Spirit in me, 
supernaturally enables me to forgive and release. So let's pray. So Father God, we come in this morning, Lord God, and if there's people that have come to our minds, Lord God, we just, we just bring that before you this morning. And right now, Lord God, we choose to forgive. I forgive. Church, if you're in agreement with this, just say it right now. I forgive. I forgive. And, and insert that person's name. You don't have to say it out loud. God knows who they are. And so, Lord God, as we're choosing forgiveness, we say right now that we release those people yes. from any harm right. that was done to us. We release them, Lord. We release them. We release them. Can you just release them right now? Release them from that harm that was done to you. We release them, Lord. Release, Lord. And Lord, everything that they did, Lord God, we just give it to you. Those things that they, they said, those things that they did, those things that they didn't do, we release them. We release them in Jesus' name from any harm done to us. And Lord God, right now, we thank you. Yes, Lord. We thank you, Lord God, that as we've let go of this unforgiveness, that if, as we have let go of this, Lord God, that you come right now and you fill us. Lord God, pour your love into our hearts. Restore the broken places, Lord God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, that you supernaturally enable us to forgive and to release and to walk in your love and forgiveness. Lord God, thank you right now that you forgive us, that we forgive because we are forgiven. Thank you, God, that you love us and we love because we're loved. Now, Father God, fill up every empty hole in our hearts, Lord God, with your love, with your forgiveness. And Lord God, thank you that we can walk out of here free. We choose to walk in your freedom. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I want to 
just say, and I, I, we're going to get hit these last two points. I'm going to be fast, but um, it's really what how the m- marriage is supposed to be. She senses something. I have a tendency of going in another direction. Doesn't bother me at all. I love for her to have input. If I was a big egomaniac, I'd say, no, you don't need to speak. I know what to say. I also think it's a great example of the church that we need each other. If left to myself, I kind of just run and run and run and don't realize we've missed the whole point. And it's why we need each other. We better each other. Fourth step is to receive acceptance from Christ. Ephesians 1.6, he made us accepted in the beloved. When you really get to walking with the Lord, you realize I'm already accepted. Listen to me, church. You're not rejected. You're accepted. And then finally, step five, accept yourself. Ephesians 2.10 says, for we are the workmanship, his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. You are God's workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works. God has a great plan for you. Would you just say, I'm accepted? I'm not rejected. I'm going to pray over you. I just believe that the Lord has really just done some. I I, I want to give you an image of what I think happened if you walked through what Elizabeth and what I've been saying this morning. You've been covering up a wound, patching that up and putting Band-Aids on, but it just festers and festers and festers. And what the Lord did today was he opened up that wound and he got the root and he got it out. It's out. Now, as he patches that back up, it's going to fully heal. Now, it's going to be sore. You're going to get up in the morning and think, ugh. Ugh, I still kind of feel that, God. It's okay. It's going to heal. We took care of it. You forgave him. Yeah, no, I really didn't. Okay, then let's do it again. Let's forgive him again. I want to encourage you to get home and get alone and say that person's name out loud. There's something powerful about us hearing God's word. It says that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And when I confess according to God's word and my ears hear it, something happens in my faith. So go ahead and get out somewhere and put your face in a pillow and say, I forgive, Justin. I forgive him, Justin. Ears hear this, Justin. Forgive him. I don't hold him accountable of that any longer. Bless him. And let me be free in Jesus' name. I know you did it, but it may take a couple times. That doesn't mean you're the failure. No, it means you're alive. It means you're flesh and you can feel things. That's good to know you can feel. When you get to where you don't feel, we're really in trouble. Amen? Y'all stand up with me and I want to pray over you. we got snacks. We want to visit with you. Please hang around. We are really a forgiving body. (laughs) It may not sound like we are, but we're a forgiving body. 
All right, brace yourself, church. In Jesus' name, I reject a spirit of rejection in this place. I confess it to get out in Jesus' name and that a spirit of acceptance come over us. That we receive your spirit, that we receive your body, that we receive acceptance and we reject rejection. I thank you, Lord, that you have paid the price for us and we now will walk in that acceptance of the beloved, that I am covered by your righteousness, that I am covered by the blood of Jesus, and that I've been forgiven. And Lord, today we have forgiven others today, Lord, and we ask right now that any barriers to our blessing be tore down and that, Lord, that the blessings would begin to find us and overtake us. And God, that we would continue to walk in forgiveness. Thank you, Lord, for our best week ahead in Jesus' name. And everybody shouted, amen. Amen. God bless you. Have a great week.